Okay, yes. I would like to talk to us about sin. Um, I think it's one of those topics that, um, as believers, we feel we're familiar with what sin is and righteousness and everything. You know, there's just certain keywords that we um, associate with the faith that we confess. But today it is about sin. The Bible in the in First John chapter five, verse seventeen reads, "All wrongdoing is sin." I'll repeat, "All wrongdoing is sin," and there is sin that does not lead to death. So in Christianity we associate salvation with the saving of human beings from sin. We say that God saved us from sin and its consequences, which includes death and a separation from God. So anytime we confess that we are saved, we're saying we are saved from sin. But do we know what sin is? Ah, and the version that uh, Reverend has opened up. Thank you, Reverend. It says, all unrighteousness is sin, and there is a sin not unto death. So I've said that salvation is a saving, is, a, is the saving of our souls from sin. And I always like to go back to why we have our faith. And our faith mm. is a result of God calling us, God drawing us to him. So when God, when God draws us to him, he is pulling us away from sin and bringing us into righteousness. And it is up to you to answer that call when God calls you. God called Samuel. He called the disciples through Jesus. You know, those who are his, he called to salvation. And, it is our, and our call to salvation is a departing from a life of wrongdoing, from a life of unrighteousness. And believing in the one and only true living God who is righteous. We believe in the Lordship of his son, Jesus Christ. And we also believe in the teaching of the Holy Spirit, which is God's spirit. And as a believer, as you live this life, confessing that Jesus Christ is Lord and confessing that you know God, you are confessing that you're walking away from sin you're living a life of righteousness so when we continue in the same bible uh, book first um, john chapter 5 and we go into verse 18 it says that we know that anyone born of god does not continue to sin you do not continue in unrighteousness one who was born of god keeps them safe this is jesus christ so it says we know that anybody anyone born of God does not continue to sin the one who was born of God keeps them safe and the evil one cannot harm them so when you are in Christ you are a new creature you are you are to walk in righteousness you are guided by the holy spirit you are saved by Jesus you know and this is this is us departing from sin and it continues on verse 19 to say, we know that we are children of God and that the whole world is under the control of the evil one. We know also that the son of God has come and has given us understanding so that we may know him who is true. 
And we are in him who is true by being in his son, Jesus Christ. He is the Amen. true God and eternal life. So this is what the Bible tells us. So what exactly is sin? When we read those verses, what do we understand is sin? We know that it's unrighteousness and we know that it represents the opposite of everything that faith in God brings in us. We know that if you're saying that you are born of God, you have to walk in righteousness. You live in righteousness. You're guided by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit bears his fruit in you and you live in love. You walk in peace. You want to do the right thing, you know. And I, I want to give us some examples. In Genesis 4, verse 6 and 7, this was when Cain and Abel had given their offerings to God. And then, um, so Cain is found to be downcast and angry. And the, and the Bible says from verse 6, Then the Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? If you do what is right, will you not be accepted? But if you do not do what is right, sin is crouching at your door. It desires to have you, but you must rule over it. So there's two things I want you guys to to grab from that. Sin is crouching at your door. But if you do not do what is right, sin is crouching at your door. Every time you do what is not right, sin is at your door. It desires to have you. But what must you do? You must rule over it. And then if we also go to Genesis 20, verse 5 to 7. This was when Abraham was with his wife, Sarah. And Elizan says that his wife is his sister. And I believe the king at the time looked at her and thought she was pretty and desired her. And from verse 5, the Bible says... Did he not say to me, she is my sister? And didn't she also say, he is my brother? I have done this with a clear conscience and clean hands. Then God said to him in the dream, Yes, I know you did this with a clear conscience. And so I have kept you from sinning against me. That is why I did not let you touch her. Now return the man's wife for he is a prophet and he will pray for you and you will live. But if you do not return her, you may be sure that you and all who belong to you will die. So this is God speaking to a man who nearly sinned unknowingly, unknowingly, but then God warned him. And he also said that, you know, if you don't return this woman to her husband, you may be sure that you and all who belong to you will die. So I I share these examples just to highlight what doing the right thing does and obedience to God's word. And you know, we were saying that sin encroaches us when we are disobedient and we do the wrong thing. And like other things, like, you know, like other things, including truth, sin also has consequences. It is sin that provokes God to anger. It is sin that makes God turn his face away from us. Sin in its nature is humans denying God and disobeying God's commands and instructions. 
And God has put people in life, in this life that we are living. There are people that are here to speak God's word to us. And we also are to be an example of believers unto people who are of unrighteousness. So that they may turn from their ways. People who are doing the wrong thing unconsciously should be able to receive the word of God from us to turn away from sin so that they also can be like us and be in our company. So this is one of the things that I want us to be mindful of as believers, that what we represent is the kingdom of God. We represent righteousness and therefore our works, our ideas, the way that we do things unto each other should show forth God's righteousness. It should show forth God's truth. And another example that I wanted to touch on is Moses and Pharaoh. You know, Moses was sent to Pharaoh and Pharaoh defied Moses' request. The Bible suggests that he sinned against God. And how did he sin against God? Moses spoke to Pharaoh the words of God. Let my people go so that they can worship me. That was God's request to Pharaoh. But every time Pharaoh defied or disobeyed or hardened his heart, there were consequences that were suffered. There were plagues that were brought onto them. And not all consequences led to death. The consequences that happened, they caused discomfort. They gave them an uncomfortable disposition. But eventually, there were deaths that happened eventually because of their disobedience because of their arrogance because of how their nature changed you know it was up to the very end that they 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 were drowned in uh, in in the waters you know but even within when those plagues were happening they lost their firstborns and it just what didn't happen to their humans even within the land the animals everything death came on them so this is this is also something that we see also in our lives today as believers we see the consequences of sin any expression of disobedience comes with the warning you as you are as a believer someone who meditates on the word of god you're reading joshua you're reading ruth esther all these things you are learning and your conscience continuously feeds on the word of God it, to warn you, for you to discern, for you to understand what it is that you're doing, where you are falling short. And that you have grace, you have mercy. And God will be merciful to you because Jesus is continuously interceding for you to help you overcome such strongholds, such, you know, things that cause you to stumble and fall. So God sees your heart, even when we, even when me, when I don't see your lies and don't see the things that you do wrong, God sees your heart. He sees your heart and, and he, and he judges you according to that. So you, as a believer, you, as you continuously meditate on on the word of God, the Bible says, I think it's in Psalms chapter one, that meditate on the word of God day and night. So you may be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, producing fruit in due season. So when you're so comfortable with the word of God, you you give no room for yourself to even lie to yourself, to believe your own lies. 
you know mm-hmm. and the thing is and i think when we look at situations mm-hmm. like that you realize that the word of god changes your character it changes Amen. how you behave Amen. and you yes. don't give room Amen. for for trespasses we also pray that mm-hmm. father forgive our trespasses as we forgive mm-hmm. those who trespass against us someone mm-hmm. else is praying the same prayer about you you know mm-hmm. that maybe you've done them wrong but they are asking god forgive her trespasses and you're also asking god to forgive their trespasses you know so this is a behavior that should continuously be in us in, as believers the way we treat each other and interact with each other determines our righteous acts and wrongful acts you cannot love god when you don't love a person that you see when you treat a person that you see wrong you see them you do if they're hungry you did not feed them they're naked you did not clothe them and all these things what god says that you did them unto me you know and some of these things we really need to consider how we behave as believers your behavior as god's called should reflect his kingdom and one who will inherit eternal life and you should be shunning from evil shunning sin fleeing from the devil that he will not come anywhere near you and one of the biggest wrongs that I, I wanted to mention is how people can be dishonest about their own lives you know you can you can be so dishonest about your own life life that you believe your own lies and then you cause other people to believe those same lies and you know in the end people now stumble they stumble but imagine a, a world where we are all we all live a righteous life we're kind to one another there's no lack there's no pride because we don't give room to pride if someone is hungry they feel comfortable to say ah reverend sakai if only you could give me one slice of bread and we are comfortable with those things because we are children of god that there's no hanania and zafira in our midst that that try and like you know things like that the world would be such a better place and i think th- those are some of the things that we need to aspire to to have in us you know and Amen. let's be mindful on and in how we live our own lives because the first life that i think we need to judge is our very own lives that's right as believers we have people in the faith some who are weaker in their faith and some that are much stronger they can do a lot more they can express a lot more in their faith but there's some people who are still learning how to grow and we have to be mindful that we also don't cause them to sin to try and whilst they're trying to be at the same level as us we all grow in different ways so what i wanted to say is that sin in its nature is us being disobedient to god it is us causing other people to stumble and not come near god we're closing the doors for people to know god and to express and relate to god in a more personable way So for every example given in this life it is the believer's plight to flee from sin and to walk in righteousness to flee from everything that may that is ungodly in your life and walk in righteousness and the bible reminds us that when you're a child of god 
he he will defend you he is your protector he's your provider he's your sustainer he is your healer he will cover you in the shadow of his wings he will do everything for you he will supply for your needs according to his riches and glory we saw what he did with the the, the people of Israel when he gave them the commands and instructions for for them to obey him so we know how important obedience is to god and we know that when we disobey him when we refuse to worship him he's provoked to anger when aaron created the calf for the israelites god was ready to destroy them because of of their rejection and and you know the the their disobedience somewhere even the ground opened up to swallow them and things like and this is what sin can do this is what sin can do you can live your life so warped up in in a big lie that nobody can even help you they we ask you is everything okay yeah 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 i'm fine and we'll leave you alone but yet everything is not okay this you know so small lies like that can make a difference to how people also help you that's right so um i so i'm going to raise some prayer points um I will raise our prayer points now. So the first prayer point is from the Lord's prayer. We say in in Matthew in Matthew 6 verse 12, the Lord's prayer says and forgive us our debts as we also forgive have forgiven our debtors and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. So let us pray for God's deliverance from evil. 